guest today is a legendary keyboardist from the band Asia, and yes, I'm very pleased to welcome Jeff Downs. Oh, hi, Robert. Hi, Jeff. It's a pleasure to speak with you. I'm a big, longtime fan. I want to first, of course, give my condolences to the passing of, of Mr. Squire, who uh, I imagine this is still uh, a really difficult time for you guys. Yeah, I think it's been very tough. I think that, that you know we're just coming to terms with, 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 with you know with, with, with what happened. I think that you know when Chris was diagnosed some months ago with, with this um, this rare form of leukemia, we were you know obviously we were all rooting for him and hoping that you know there would be some chance of him coming through it. But uh, <laughs> sadly, that was not the case and. Um, uh, you know, we'd already made plans to go ahead uh, with Chris's blessing with Billy Sherwood, and um, we've all—I think we've all worked with Billy in various bands. I think Adam was in circle with him, and uh, even myself have worked with Billy in, on on different projects. So, yeah, we do know Billy very well, and I think that you know when, when he was sort of Chris's appointment, really, when Chris knew that he wouldn't be able to do the tour, uh, so. Um, I, th- I think that, you know, there was no question of us saying, well, you know, now Chris is gone, yes is gone, you know, I think that, yes, music is something that is, is fundamental, it's been there for, for many years, and, uh, well, 45 to be precise. What was amazing, too, was all the, the support and words from not just people that uh, were prog bands and things like that, but uh, every genre of uh, 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 actors, everybody was writing things online and talking about it. I mean, it must have been amazing to see. Well, this is this shows to me, uh, and, and I think to the world, how far Chris's tentacles stretch, you know, how much his influence is. Uh, uh, and yes, music as well, how much their influence affected people, not, not just prog rock people. Yeah. You know, it moved to a whole different generation of music. You know, bands like the Foo Fighters, um, you know, jazz musicians, all sorts of people. You know, Chris's Chris's input because he'd been on every single Yes album was uh, was so significant that you had all these accolades from people that you know you thought, well, you know, that's got nothing to do with Yes. But um, in fact, if you think about it, you know, they they were such a and still are such a unique band that uh, it, it kind of traverses a lot of different genres. Yeah, uh, that was really nice. Um, there is the tour, like you mentioned, with with Toto that starts uh, August seventh, so right around the corner. Um, what uh, what are you guys going to be playing this time around? You've been doing the full albums the last couple of tours, so are you still doing that, or are you mixing it up a bit? Well, I, I think because it's obviously you know a double header with another band that's a reduced, you know, you, you've got a reduced amount of time. So I, I don't think we the the full album thing would be realistic so we're going to do hopefully a very good um, you know cross section of Yes's music uh, that, that that pays homage not only to not only Chris's legacy but to Yes's legacy as well uh, and, and I think with Toto you know they're also a terrific bunch of musicians that um, you know it will hopefully be a very nice night of music that people will go away and say well you know that was a really really worth going to see and, and you know that's, that's the sort of the again we're in really is, is entertainment you know we want to entertain people we want people to go home after a show and say that was awesome you know I'd, I'd definitely see that again 
Yeah. Uh, well, they, you guys both had uh, albums recently. They had one out last year. Um, and, uh, yeah, both were great. Uh, have you worked with uh, the guys from Toto before, ever? Um, only remotely. I think that, that Steve Lucas had played on one of the Asia albums, then and now he did a solo on a track called Days Like These. Did he really? Uh, I love that song. I yeah. love that album. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so so that was the only really real major connection that we've had with Terrence. I mean, I worked with uh, Simon Phillips as well, the drummer, who is not there anymore. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've had sort of, you know, rubbed shoulders with them on a couple of occasions. But um, I'm really looking forward to going out there. I think they, uh, you know, they're a terrific band. You know, they've got some fantastic songs. And, uh, and, and I think that it will be, as I say, a a great night of music, hopefully, and uh, and the people will remember the shows and say, "Well, that was a great, you know, great deal." Yeah, absolutely. Um, th- there's also the live DVD that just came out uh, called "Like It Is." Yes, which has got so well, actually there are two two uh, "Like It Is" one and two, which is the first one was from Bristol um, in the UK, and the second one was from Mesa in Arizona, uh, and they have two of the full albums in total in their entirety on each of them so you know i think in in a lot of ways it's a very kind of fitting tribute to chris that uh you know that we managed to document those live albums uh his last tours with the band and uh you know i'm very glad that we did that yeah i mean i uh i was fortunate to see you guys uh god uh just a i don't even think it was six months ago one of the last shows he must have done over in uh here in florida and uh the band sounded awesome i mean you guys were great as good as good as ever so yeah thank you i think we were you know we probably we were, we were pretty sort of um match fit by then i think that uh you know it takes a while to get into these things and uh and we uh, we were I think we were firing on all cylinders then, yeah. uh, and I think it's um, it wasn't yeah it wasn't that long before I think from Florida we went on to uh, to Phoenix funny enough and and did the live album there and then we went to LA so yeah it was towards the end of the tour that's for sure yeah and uh, and then we went uh, in November we went to um, Australia and Japan and. Uh, and that sadly was the Japanese show was the last show that Chris played with us. So, uh, so but obviously you know we'll remember that, and and hopefully the fans will remember it with the mementos of the live albums. Uh, I also want to talk about real quick about the uh, cruise, the cruise to the edge, which is uh, really the best name for a cruise really ever. November fifteenth to the nineteenth, out of Miami. This is is this your second one or the third one? How how many have you been on? Uh, this is the third one actually, um, and it's 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 actually a lot of fun. You know, when we first we did the first one two years ago, or, or nearly three years ago actually, but uh, we we were very much uh, you know there's a lot of trepidation about how it was going to be. You know, watching you know these bands live on you know on the roller coaster uh, <laughs> cruise, but uh, it, it was actually real nice to have the fans on board and, and you know a lot of bands that we know you know some some really good pop bands uh i think that, that you know the fans kind of you know they don't get the chance to see all those bands uh coming through their towns or whatever you know the chance the opportunity to see them all in one place uh and a whole kind of feast of music for five days is, is a great thing and uh 
you know, I, I'm sure that it will continue for some years to come. Yeah, well, what I like that they've done on the lineup this year is they've uh, they've added a lot of newer, younger bands to go alongside with the classic bands to kind of maybe get some new fans into the prog rock genre, which is nice. Yeah, I, I think that that was the idea. I think that uh, you know you can you've obviously got the, the you know the, the classic bands from from yesteryear, and you know you could put all those together. But you know there's a lot of great new bands coming out and. That, that are obviously very influenced by by a lot of the earlier bands like like Yes and you know uh, Judgment Giant and you know all sorts of ELP. You know a lot of people are influenced by those bands, and, and I think that you know you, you've got this whole new generation of fans coming through, which I think is very very healthy to the music scene in general. Yeah, and absolutely. Um, how how many times do you guys uh, uh, as Yes play on a cruise like that? Is it is it like maybe once or twice? We generally do two shows. Okay. We'll do two shows. Uh, last time we did because um, we were doing the four albums. Uh, you know, well, we won't play them all in, in that entirety, but we we did two and two last time. Oh wow! So it's, uh, so it's kind of kind of nice for the fans. You know, they can you know they they get to see the band and. Uh, get to sort of hang out and have a couple of drinks after the show and stuff. So it, it's kind of nice. And, you know, at this point in your career and, and being with a band like Yes that's been around for, for such a long time and had so much success, do you worry so much about the stuff like the record sales or the downloads or do you do you enjoy the touring more and just worry about that? I think the touring is kind of a much more significant side of things now. I think that... Uh, you know, record sales of albums are generally focused around the time that they're released. Uh, and although they become residual items, you know, they're not, you know, they're, they're much more of a catalogue thing. So, uh, you know, that's all very well. But at the same time, uh, we, we like to make new music and we like to, you know, try to push the boundaries as far as we can. And uh, so I think the, the focus is on probably making new albums and 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 touring touring you know playing some new music and i think that that's also very important let me ask you real quick what's the uh any any latest with asia are you guys gonna do anything you know uh, again soon or what's going on there well uh, i've been working some new stuff with john uh wetton of, of late so uh we've got a few songs in the bag and, and i think that we'll probably continue to put those together over a period of time. I mean, I think Asia is still, uh, still a viable unit. We're still up and running, and uh, you know, when 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 time permits and we can all kind of join together, then then we'll be going back out again. That's exciting. Um, you know, we've been doing something on on the uh, the site, the the Prog Report, where we've been asking uh, musicians like yourselves if there was a song that changed their life or was a major influence uh, on them and I wanted to see if I could uh, throw that your way and, and see if you have an answer well I'd say certainly something like Close to the Edge you know was uh, when I heard that it was just a groundbreaking piece that you know I think that you know that, that changed my life you know when I heard that in its entirety you know one side of an album uh, going through all these different uh, time changes and um musical moments so something like that you know I think that you know a lot of people will and certainly yes fans will cite that as the one instance of the song that you know really would make a, a big impact on them 
Yeah, for sure. And how hard is is that as a keyboard player to play every night? And does it still challenge you as a musician? Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's a big challenge because I think that you know when they put that together, it was a, it was a, a kind of a collage of, of ideas that, that just kind of fell in, into place. And I think that you know there's a there's an enormous amount of a thought that went into putting that music together. So, uh, so yeah, it's a challenge, but, but you know, I, I enjoy the challenge and I rise to it. Well, uh, listen, Jeff, it's it's a pleasure. I was I was a big fan. I even tried to be a keyboard player like you for a while when I was younger. Oh, so, well. Uh, you had lots of keyboards, did you? <laughs> I tried. I tried. It didn't. I, instead, I interviewed yeah, the, the keyboard players. But uh, listen, I'm a big fan, man, and I and I hope to be on the cruise and see you guys. Um, I'm, oh, I'm brilliant! Thrilled. Okay, thank, fantastic. Thank you for uh, giving right. me a few Talk minutes. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. No problem. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Jeff for the interview. For upcoming news and information, please check theprogreport.com. Follow us on Facebook, at The Prog Report on Twitter, and download our podcast from iTunes. Thanks.